We are the Old Republic Podcast. Spoiler alert for everything Star Wars under the Twin Suns. The question is what choice? Rebellions are built on hope. Make ten men feel like a hundred. I'm one with the force, the force is with me. Hello everyone. Before we get into all things celebration, we wanted to thank our newest patron, Nelson for joining at the level of Jedi Padawan. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much, Nelson. We really appreciate it. Uh, Patreon is a really great place to get some bonus content and behind the scenes stuff. We're talking, um, we're going to be talking about visions. We've got stuff on there about the audio drama that's coming out. We got uh, just a bunch of stuff uh, over there. So if you want to check out Patreon for yourself and support the podcast, it's uh, patreon.com slash old republic podcast. And thank you again to Nelson. We appreciate your support. May the force be with you. All right, everyone, welcome back to the Old Republic podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about Star Wars Celebration. Um, it just happened over this past weekend, and uh, hopefully we're getting this out pretty timely because there's a bunch of stuff we wanted to talk about. Um, Celebration, we just had one last year uh, in 2022 out in uh, Anaheim. Uh, this year, it is back in London uh, for Celebration 2023, and they packed a lot into this four-day uh, weekend. But, you know, Cassie and I, you know, we didn't make our way over to over to England to go to celebration ourselves. We had to take in uh, the content from home, but luckily one of our friends was able to go and enjoy celebration in person. Uh, so back with us again is Jake. You might remember him from episode 130. We talked about uh, Moon Knight. Uh, Jake contributed to our KOTOR uh, celebration episode as well, but welcome back to the podcast, Jake. Hi. Yeah. Good to be back. Yeah, absolutely. So um, for anyone who didn't listen to that, Jake, why don't you tell uh, everyone just a little bit about yourself um, and how you got into Star Wars and how you made your way to uh, Celebration? Um, you know, I've been a fan of Star Wars ever since I was little. Obviously, I introduced it by my dad. Um, got back into it a bit later when The Mandalorian started coming out. And off of that, I am... Um, currently learning and teaching myself to become a concept artist and that's sort of where I'm at at the moment uh I'm not sure there's any anything else but um in terms of celebration I live in England so I hopped down on the train down to London with my sister and we went down and enjoyed celebration for three days awesome that's great uh yeah, very cool. Um, yeah, I was very, very jealous of everyone that got to be there. It looked like a really great time. So, uh, you know, those of us uh, stuck at home, Cassie, I don't know um, how you took in any of Celebration. I happened to be in a part of the country where it was very cold and very rainy um, over this uh, over this weekend. So I was able to kind of sit and just, you know, take in a lot of the the panels that they were streaming and stuff like that. Uh, so kind of had my own uh, Celebration from home was, you know, getting as much of that as I, I could, hanging out on Discord and chatting about stuff and watching the trailers that they were releasing and stuff like that but uh what about you cassia um i i watched i watched a lot of this uh celebration what about you did you take any of this in did you even know it was celebration uh i'm a fake fan because i literally thought celebration was gonna be in may so i was not paying attention to any of this like luckily like some people posted like on our discord and i was like oh, celebration. Then I'm like, oh, it's happening right now. So I learned a little bit that way. I haven't watched anything. So I thought we better have a guest who was, you know, there, you know, and you, you paid attention. So uh, I'm not the honor student, you know, in this episode. That's all right. You were uh, you were a little tardy for uh, celebration, but that's okay. That's okay, because um, we have a lot uh, to to cover here. And yeah, it's it's awesome that you got to go, Jake. Uh, so you took the train down. You said you and your sisters. So uh, was this was this your first celebration? Had you been to to any of the others uh, prior to this, or was this your first time uh, doing this? And just what about kind of like like comic cons or bigger conventions in in general? Um, no, this is my first celebration I've been to. Uh, my sister and I had previously been to a couple of smaller cons, but we'd never been to anything this big before. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it was pretty, bit overwhelming, but you know, exciting. Yeah. What was the uh, what was the setup like there? I know um, 
uh, last year in Anaheim, I know they had kind of a big like like underground section where they had a big display and then obviously have the show floor. But what was kind of the kind of the setup or what was your first impressions when you when you walked in? I saw like the picture of the long queue for everyone to to get in on that first day. Uh, what did you think about the way it was set up? Um, honestly, it was it was quite well organized for the for people entering. Like it wasn't just like a big long line of people. It was. So everyone, you know, came in on the train and then they walked up to, because the train landed exactly at the center. Mm -hmm. So everyone would walk up these like platforms and stuff. And because it was essentially the convention center was a load of large hangars, more or less, with like a central okay. strip, where which would go off into the separate hangars. But everyone... You know, they'd walk into the first hangar and there's a bunch of rails in between to separate them all out into lines. So some of them would be going off for people who have reservations for some of the earlier panels or if they had photo ops, those were some separate lines. But most mm. people would just go straight to the, straight down to the right and just a, everyone would just fill in these, uh, you know, rectangles of lines. So there might be like, seven or eight full lines of you know thousands of people waiting until 10 until they started letting people in okay that's a uh, that's awesome that's great to hear that it was uh well organized because because yeah i mean when we were, i was watching it at home all i was all i was seeing is you see kind of that main like celebration stage there that's where the bulk of the live streaming is is taking place and you just see you know this this large group of people so it's it's always interesting to me just from a <laughs> a stance of uh you know how the logistics of this thing actually work i think that that stuff is uh really interesting and in putting something together of of that scale so it's good to hear that it was uh pretty well organized and we we got a lot of uh, really great stuff kind of at home. So the live stream was sponsored by uh, EA's Jedi Survivor. Uh, that was kind of the main sponsor of it. I mean, obviously, uh, you know, Lucasfilm and uh, Disney are putting it on for everyone kind of at, kind of at home. But, you know, definitely don't get to see the whole scope of, of everything going on at Celebration, you know, between, you know, the main stage there, plus, you know, all the separate areas where they're having different panels and the different uh, uh, kind of like vendor uh, alley kind of kind of thing and art. There was like a a tattoo uh strip i think there uh oh. going on and and droids and all sorts of stuff it looked like a, a crazy uh fun time so uh jake you you made your way uh through the line you got in inside uh what were what were some of the some of the highlights what were kind of the more fun parts of your celebration experience were you more like trying to check out you know some of the smaller panels were you going to look for merchandise were you what were you, what were your, your goals or what did you have the most fun doing while you were there well, to actually get into any of the larger panels, which I mean, obviously everyone wants to get in, you know, see all the new content firsthand, but you had to book these, um, well not book, it was more of a, it was almost like a raffle. You'd put your name in and either you'd get a ticket reservation or you wouldn't. So mm. the, the reason that they were doing that was to stop people from, you know, queuing up for really like a long long time so there's a very limited amount of capacity extra for people to line up for i think it was mostly just to you know get rid of that classic like imagery of long <laughs> long lines of people just sitting there all night just waiting for these panels and stuff right um so we didn't get into any of those but we knew that all the information would be passed on eventually so we weren't really too bothered about that so we just went to some smaller panels um we mostly went to some um, the making of and art panels and stuff like that. So yeah, no, it was really fun. We um, met some concept artists. We met uh, Doug Chang. That was a pretty good highlight. Yeah. Just a lot of people, you know, going over the process, like the making of like different designs and uh, some all, all the interesting little behind the scenes stuff. It was really cool. What were some new things you learned? Um, I mean, a lot of it, I, I kind of already knew, but, um, there was a lot of, um, I don't know, I suppose what their day-to-day, -day, like, lives look like. Yeah, there's the big thing around crunch and, um, how they've got really, they have to put out so much work and all these designs every day. They've got to put out, like, maybe 
30 designs you know what depending on like various ranges of finish but you have to put out like 30 different designs and you know they're all um well, i mean fairly stressful but you know rewarding job um and i think there were a couple of other panels where some guys went over sort of their careers how they ended up landing at lucasfilm i mean none of, none of them intentionally landed at lucasfilm it was always something like way out of their reach but you know mm-hmm. through a lot of you know long time and effort they kind of stumbled their way in <laughs> yeah very cool very cool yeah that's um that's that's great especially for someone like like yourself that is doing uh smart to see um you know you know stuff like that and and you know, talk to people, you know, within, within the industry and stuff like that. So that is uh, uh, really cool. Um, one of the, one of the art uh, things that they announced and showed was, uh, and I, I, this book might be available now, or it should be out here shortly. I think with the release of the game is the uh, art of Jedi survivor. Uh, that's going to be coming out here uh, very shortly. Jedi survivor itself is scheduled to come out. I want to say on April the 28th. So just in about two weeks, uh, it's been pushed back, um, you know, unfortunately, but uh, just about ready uh, for that to come out to PlayStation five and uh, the Xbox and to PC. Um, uh, Jake, did you play the Jedi survivor Jedi fallen order? I did. I thought it was a really fun game. Um, I was a little dissatisfied with the ending, but I'm not going to spoil that. But um, <laughs> the overall okay. story, you know, fun, cool characters. Uh, gameplay was pretty good. I know a lot of people were complaining about um, the uh, <laughs> the lightsaber dismemberment being a bit like baseball bats, mm. but yeah. overall, I thought it was a really fun game. Um, yeah, really good acting in it. Good story. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, the the crew was back. There's a the novel out now. Uh, that you can read that takes place kind of between the first and second games. I'm about halfway uh, through that one, but uh, Cassie, I don't, I don't know if you had a chance to play Jedi Fallen Order, but I think you're pretty familiar with the story. Is that right? Yeah, I I played a little bit of the first few levels, and then I was like, I am way out of like playing video games, and like uh, I was just busy, you know, working, and so I was like, you know what, I'm gonna do. I'm just going to watch a playthrough and that's what I did. And, um, I was, uh, spoilers for Jedi Fallen Order. I was, I was sad when, uh, was it the second sister who, who died at the end? Uh, mm-hmm. her name was Trilla Sanduri, I think. And, uh, but everyone was happy when Darth Vader came. Um, it, it was an epic moment, uh, but yeah, it had a it had a good story, and it'll be interesting to see how it continues into the future. Yeah, absolutely. I think we're going uh, ten years into the future from uh, kind of the end of that first game into the second game here for Jedi Survivor. There was um, a final gameplay trailer uh, released uh, there at Celebration, and you can watch it at home. It's available on YouTube. All right. Yeah. And so the trailer for or the final trailer for Jedi Survivor um, was released uh, there at the at the panel for Jedi Survivor. Um, We're going to watch it now. So if you're uh, listening along at home and you want to watch along with us or if you're watching on YouTube, I'm going to try to get it into the the video here. But uh, let's get this started. We'll kind of watch through it and give our our thoughts about it. So everyone at home, uh, three, two, one, punch it, Chewie. And this is rated teen for violence and mild language. And there's BD1, Mars? the best, <laughs> the best droid. There's a very large creature. BD1 has a jetpack. Mostly, I'm just here for BD1 content, to be honest. <laughs> Beaters. That's cool. Whoa. He threw that guy into a TIE fighter. Oh, Coruscant. Got Marin. We don't know who that is. Yeah, 
Cal is going beast mode on these uh, guys here. Yeah. Troy, he does. Okay, so Jedi Survivor, April 28th. Uh, so that's coming out in just a uh, few weeks after you're uh, listening to this. So, um, Jake, let's start with you. Any any kind of thoughts or impressions from the from the trailer? Anything you're excited about or anything you're looking forward to kind of after playing the first game? I'm quite interested in seeing how um, Colin Marin's relationships kind of developed because they seem to be really... There seems to be uh, some gameplay where they're kind of working together. So mm -hmm. that should be interesting to see because we didn't really get much on Marin's character until the very end of the game. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's true. We uh, you kind of pick her up towards the end, and then she, I mean, she goes along with the with the crew, but you don't really get to see her, you know, in action much there at the end of the game. So it'll be interesting to see how they uh, develop her character out for sure. And then I was kind of thinking, uh, it was, it was cool to see the continuation of the story because uh, Cal kind of survived by accident and we kind of saw how he kind of dealt with the fallout of Order 66 and now he's been surviving for a long time and that's the title, Jedi Survivor. Um, how is that going to impact him? Like what keeps him going? So I hope it's a, it's a nice like character you know, like driven story. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I'm, I'm kind of interested just from what we saw in the trailer there, um, seeing what they do with the storyline for uh, Seer. She looks like she's got, you know, kind of some uh, more like a classic, uh, like Jedi robe type of type of garments going on uh, there. So it'll be interesting to see kind of what their relationship is here. You know, fast forward 10 years, you know, looking, you know, at what happened at the end of the end of the first game, how she's you know, processed that and how much mentoring she's doing uh, with Cal and stuff like that. So, yeah, I'm very, very excited for this. I uh, can't wait. I've had it pre-ordered, so I'm just waiting for it to start downloading onto the uh, the good old PlayStation and then I'll be uh, ready mm -hmm. to go with that for sure. So, uh, yeah, and a uh, special shout out to Jedi Survivor for, like I said, sponsoring the home stream. So I was able to watch a lot of this uh, at home. So uh, good job there. Well, why don't we... Um, why don't we pause there? We're going to shift gears a little bit and we're going to talk about uh, some of the TV shows that they talked about. Okay, so let's uh, let's talk a little bit about the TV shows, uh, Cassia. So we've got, you know, we've got Andor, we've had uh, Kenobi, Book of Boba Fett, and then obviously The Mandalorian is still going on, but we've got some new stuff uh, coming our way. Uh, and the first thing uh, is Ahsoka, you know, Dave Filoni's, uh, you know, kind of, kind of, I, I don't know Dave Filoni's uh you know character uh of endearment for sure um we saw her a couple of times here in uh Book of Boba Fett and in The Mandalorian but finally getting her own show and got the uh trailer uh for everyone that was released you know at Celebration and uh around the world to everyone uh Jake you were there you were at Celebration uh when this when this trailer dropped I don't know if you got to see it uh live at the at the the panel or not, but uh, obviously uh, they were showing it. Everyone I'm sure was watching it in some sort of capacity. Uh, what, what was the general kind of uh, excitedness of everyone in the room when the Ahsoka trailer came out? Uh, well, I mean, I didn't see it live, but when they did show it, it was around the, uh, you know, that central stage where they're doing interviews with uh, a lot of different, uh, the actors and stuff. But they, they showed a, a clip, well, not the clip, but the whole trailer, and the whole place just went absolutely wild. Like, every, every few seconds when a new clip of, like, action came up, everyone just went absolutely crazy. The, the um, It got really, really loud, particularly when Chopper came on screen. I think that, that's the character mm. everyone's been really excited to see for some reason. I mean, he's a pretty cool little droid, but, you know... <laughs> People are getting yeah. really hyped over Chopper. 
Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, Chopper Chopper looked great in the uh in the trailer there. Um I actually so I was I was driving, I was in my car when the when the trailer came out and someone um posted it on to uh Discord. So I actually I turned it on, was just listening to the audio of it like through like my car speakers and I'm like, this sounds insane. So then when I got to where I was going, I I finally watched it and Ooh, it looked it looked really good. I'm I'm really hyped for this. Um Ahsoka was was a show that I was pretty interested in. Um you know, I knew it was obviously going to lean into kind of the kind of the rebels story a little bit. And, you know, we'd gotten some Ahsoka stuff and um, I was I was excited for it, but I wasn't like super, super hyped for it as much as I was some of the other projects that were going on. But after seeing this trailer, I was I'm all on board for this thing. It looks great. Uh, Cassia, have you had a chance to watch the trailer yet? No, because um, I, I didn't know if we were going to be reacting to them here. And it's fine if we don't like. Maybe I'll just be more surprised when the series comes out, you know, so you can be yeah. you can be extra surprised. You actually don't have long to wait. It's coming out in uh, August of uh, 2023. Um, there's some good stuff there. Uh, Cassia, if you if you want to, we can we can watch it right now. Uh, live okay. on air for everyone. OK, all right. Let's let's uh, let's do this. This will be our, our second kind of watch along here for uh, the Ahsoka trailer. Okay. And again, if you're uh, listening at home, feel free to follow along or uh, check out the YouTube. We'll have that going along with our commentary there. But uh, three, two, one. Punch it. Looks animated, but it's live action. Yeah, look kind of like like the temple on Lothal there. Love the hair. Okay, so we've got like the whole Rebels crew there. There's a lot of talk about these orangish lightsabers. Yeah, I think it has to be intentional. Yeah, definitely. I think he's he called out and he said that um, the orange lightsabers were intentional. Yeah. Oh, Hewing, that's uh, <laughs> David Tennant's voice. That's right, yeah. yeah. That's a good trailer. So the uh, the doctor is back as uh, as uh, what's his name, Doctor Huang? Was that his? Uh, Huang, that his... Yeah. Uh, yeah. So there. So yeah, all the all the rebel stuff. Doctor Huang uh, from Clone Wars there. So I think it's going to be uh, dipping around, kind of kind of into both of those. But uh, saw a lot of tra- uh, rebels there. So we saw Sabine, we saw Hera, Chopper. Um, you know, we've seen uh, Zeb now in the in the Mandalorian, and and then of course Thrawn was the big one. Everyone I even saw people were even like analyzing the ears for. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Uh, Mr. Mickelson and Thrawn, and turns out that it is uh, Mr. Mickelson is coming in to do uh, live action Thrawn. He uh, came out and uh, they did that announcement the next day. So uh, yeah, that is Ahsoka, August twenty twenty three. It looks it looks great. I'm I'm real excited for it and uh, excited to see the story. Uh, Rebels is one of my favorite Star Wars stories, so I'm excited to see how this starts to to play out. Um, Jake, were you a, a fan of Rebels? Did you watch Rebels? Oh yeah, I absolutely loved Rebels. I, it was funny though, because whenever I talked to anyone about it, they were all like, well, either they hadn't watched it or they didn't like it because they thought it was you know too cartoonish, but mm-hmm. I, oh, it was just absolutely ridiculous the amount of people who just completely dismissed it because of uh, you know, because of the animation style, but mm-hmm. fantastic story, one of my favorites. Yeah, definitely. Um uh, I, I myself, like I said, I, I love rebels and, and I kind of, I kind of get that, that argument you're coming off of clone wars and then the rebels. Yeah. It felt very much more, uh, 
cartoonish, so it was a little bit of a jolt. But I think it's uh, for for my Star Wars dollars, that's um, about as good as it gets. Uh, what about you, Cassie? Uh, were you a uh, were you a big Rebels fan? Um, I I was aware of it. I probably didn't follow it as closely as um, uh, the Clone Wars, but um, but it's really grown on me, uh, and it's you can kind of just see the evolution of uh, Filoni's storytelling, like from Clone Wars to Rebels to the Mandalorian. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So um, we've got, like I said, Ahsoka coming coming in August. So that's not going to be uh, very far off here, just a, a couple of months. So as we wrap up uh, Mandalorian, we'll be getting into that world in not too long. So uh, a couple other things here on uh, TV, not going to spend a bunch of time on these, uh, but uh, we have Skeleton Crew uh, that is coming. Uh, it's created by John Watts and Chris Ford, who brought us uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. Uh, so that's pretty cool. Uh, Jude Law, obviously, is in it. We've known that for quite a while. This is more of like a young adult uh, kind of a focus here on this show. Um, there was not an official release date given, uh, but it looks like it's probably going to be out uh, at the end of this year, uh, probably following uh, Ahsoka. So uh, like I said, later this year, maybe kind of the beginning part of next year. And I think at Celebration, they did show some teaser footage of that, but they never released anything officially. So didn't want to uh, get into that. I think that some of the stuff is out there. If you feel so inclined to to search it out, uh, you you probably know uh, how and where to do that. So I'll leave that uh, as it is. And then uh, Acolyte, there was an Acolyte panel. Um, kind of the big thing uh, takeaway for me was that they announced that Vanessa Henderson is going to be playing Vernesto Rowe uh, in the Acolyte. That's pretty exciting, set in the uh, High Republic timeline there. So uh, I know that got a lot of uh, good feedback from everyone who's a fan of the High Republic. And uh, speaking of the High Republic, uh, phase three of that is set to begin this fall. Um, either of those, Jake, we don't have to get into, into them too much because there wasn't any uh, kind of official trailer or anything like that shown. But uh, Skeleton Crew, Acolyte, are you excited for either of these? What were what was the talk of celebration about uh, both of these shows? Anything Anything to report back on? I really didn't hear much about either of them. I mean, particularly Skeleton Crew, I heard next to nothing. All I knew was that, um, uh, what's his name, showed up. Um, sorry, I forgot what his name is. Oh, uh, Jude Law. Yeah, Jude Law was there, um, along with some of the child actors. Um, there really wasn't much to be said about it, to be honest. Um, and then, but I mean, I've been excited about the Acolyte for quite a while, but I think the only thing that I've heard, I don't know if it was linked towards the Acolyte or if it was during the uh, studio showcase, but they showed off a timeline, which kind of confirmed that they might be doing something with the Old Republic, um, mm -hmm. as they showed off. Oh yeah, because they announced that there would be the three films that were being directed. And I think that they, would, they wanted to show the timeline. So it was... Uh, like the first Jedi ever to exist. And then it kind of went Old Republic, High Republic, you know, in mm -hmm. that kind of timeline. And that was quite cool to see that they actually acknowledged the Old Republic at all. Yeah. Yeah, it was uh, it was pretty cool um, seeing there that big banner kind of over that main stage and it had all the all kind of the different logos of the different so like the dawn of the jedi and then the old republic and uh high republic and then you know you get into the kind of the the current current uh, quote-unquote uh timeline there so uh that's pretty exciting um i'm very excited for the acolyte i'm interested to see how that goes it's uh filming uh, is uh, still ongoing, I think. So that's going to be releasing sometime in 2024. No uh, set date on that. We'll have to wait there. Uh, but something we do have a fixed date for is the next set of Visions uh, anime shorts to be animated shorts to be released uh, May the 4th on Disney+. Plus. Um, I don't know if they said they're going to do them all at the same time like they did last year. I would imagine it's going to be a big dump of all of those. Um, but I'm very excited uh, for these. We'll probably do a little bit of a uh, Patreon exclusive uh, Visions content over on our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash Old Republic podcast. You can go and uh, get some more stuff there. But we got a trailer for Visions and then they brought out all the studios. It was awesome. This was one of the ones they showed um, at home. So I was able to, to kind of see that because Visions, I think, Cassia, that was one of our you know, favorite Star Wars uh, kind of things of, you know, in, in the recent times, right? Yeah, it was a nice way to pay tribute to some of the sources that 
deeply inspired and inspire Star Wars today. And it was just something new. I just love that we're not just kind of retreading the stories we already know. Um, and we're kind of playing like with non-canon stuff. So I think it kind of allows for more creativity. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And there's uh, studios coming kind of from all all around the world. So um, obviously they're having so the Japanese anime studios, but there's also um, stuff from Ireland and France and Chile and stuff. So I'm really excited for this. Uh, very excited. Um, like I said, they did the the trailer there for that one as well. Um, you can get a little bit more uh inside on what we think about this and we'll kind of go through uh those shows like i said over on uh patreon uh jake uh what about visions um did you like the first season of visions is that something that you're interested in kind of that anime world and this one's shifting uh, a little bit of gears still kind of the same but you know spreading out its wings a little bit yeah um the first season of visions i enjoyed to a degree i you know i think everyone kind of had their favorites and some of them not so much but yeah, I remember particularly enjoying the one called The Elder and uh, in the first episode as well, which was really visually striking, the um, the one that was black and white. Mm -hmm. I think it was called mm -hmm. The Ronin or something. Um, th yep. Those two episodes were top tier in my opinion. But the um, yeah, in terms of season two, I'm quite excited to see what happens because they've expanded which studios they're allowing on. I know they have the studio that produced Wallace and Gromit is uh mm -hmm. is doing one which should be quite funny to see um no yeah just, it just just exciting really like like cassia said um because it's not canon it's um they can really do whatever they want with it yeah exactly yeah i'm i'm very excited for it so may the fourth i'll be uh watching that for sure and uh getting into all of those and uh, yeah, just uh, very much looking forward to it. So uh, speaking of May the 4th and animated stuff, we've got Young Jedi Adventures that is coming out on May the 4th. Um, the trailer for that is available um, from Star Wars' uh, official uh, YouTube channel. You can go there and watch that. That's aimed more at um, like like pre-K, kindergarten, uh, so like young kids. But it looks super fun. It looks super cute and adorable. There's a bunch of merchandise coming out for it, uh, really starting to uh, shift gears, I guess, to the next generation of uh, potential Star Wars fans. It's going to be uh, based in the uh, High Republic uh, timeline there, so very excited about that. Everyone loves little nubs, the little uh, little Wookiee uh, Jedi there, so excited to see how that goes. And then uh, a couple of other TV announcements. They announced Bad Batch Season 3, uh, coming out next year, a new season of Tales of the Jedi. Uh, didn't get much information about what direction that was going to be uh, taking what Jedi or if it was going to be more uh, Dooku and Ahsoka stories. Didn't get too much on that. And then, of course, Andor season two, uh, they showed off some uh, sizzle reel kind of stuff for that there at um, at Celebration for everyone in attendance. So um, I don't know. So those are kind of the TV show stuff that we got. Any any parting thoughts on any of any of the TV show stuff, Cassia? Ahsoka looks very good. Um, I'm not very familiar with Skeleton Crew. Visions is coming up. I'm very excited for that. That comes out on May the 4th. We'll probably have to do maybe an episode or two on that. Um, uh, I'm very excited for it. And I, in the last year, I've been trying to watch more Akira Kurosawa films. And I got the Criterion 50% uh, off uh seven samurai so i'm very stoked to watch that nice. too yeah very cool very cool um what about you jake anything any uh parting thoughts here as we turn our attention away from the tv series uh no i don't think so i mean again just honestly just excited to see where they go with it if uh yeah just sort of where the stories go i can't can't say as much more too just looking forward to seeing what happens really Awesome. All right. Uh, well, that's going to put a pin in the TV shows for right now. Let's uh, let's step back and we'll be uh, talking about the movies uh, that were announced next. All right. So uh, Kathleen Kennedy went up onto the stage and she uh, basically announced three films that are uh, uh, in development in some sense or another. Uh, so we've got the first one. It's going to be tying in to that Ahsoka uh, show that we just talked about, uh, the Filoni, uh, Dave Filoni uh, film that's set to kind of 
tie and put a nice pretty bow on the Mandovers, as they're calling it. Um, so we've got that one. We've got the uh, kind of Dawn of the Jedi timeline, the origin story of uh, of Star Wars, basically. Uh, James Mangold is penned to be uh, directing that one. And then kind of the big announcements that, uh, you know, sent a... Uh, flutter through all of star wars was that daisy ridley uh, is going to be coming back to play ray in a film set after the rise of skywalker uh, i think 15 years in the future i think is uh what was uh said about that so charmine obeyed chinoy is set to direct that so uh three new movie announcements um now we haven't had a movie since the rise of skywalker in uh 2019 uh you know going into 2020 so uh on one hand, that feels like a long time. On another hand, that doesn't really feel like uh, that long because uh, we've had some lengthy times between Star Wars films in the past. And, you know, there's still some other stuff uh, maybe kind of on the back burner still in the works. But, uh, Jake, you were there. Uh, what was kind of your general impression about these uh, these movie announcements? I think um quite excited for the uh, beginning of the Force film. Um, oh, you know, whatever they decide to call it. Um because from what I heard, it was supposed to be almost like a biblical kind of epic, I guess. Mm -hmm. And I was quite excited about the um, director being the same director who filmed uh, Logan. Um, just interested to see, based off of like the quality of that film alone, I'd say I'm very excited to see where that film goes in terms of tone. If it's going to be maybe a little bit grittier than the average Star Wars film or... I mean, perhaps not as gritty as Logan, but um, maybe a more serious tone. Or, or more. It's, I think it's just an exciting prospect because we've never went back that far. In mm -hmm. Apart from, you know, the KOTOR games, we really haven't seen anything like it. So that's quite exciting. Yeah, definitely. I'm I'm very excited for that one. James Mangold is a, a director I like a lot. Um, you mentioned uh, Logan also did uh, Ford versus Ferrari uh, as well, um, I think. Got an Academy Award nomination for that, if I'm not uh, mistaken. Um, and then uh, James Mangold is doing the up-and-coming uh, Indiana Jones film, so has some uh, track record there uh, with Lucasfilm and uh, kind of this iteration of it uh, as well. So uh, pretty excited about that. Very excited for um, you know Daisy Ridley to be returning as Rey. Um, very optimistic about that one. Um, Daisy Ridley started posting on her Instagram about six months ago. Uh, every time she was going into uh, Skywalker Ranch and the Lucasfilm offices and and stuff like that, so uh, that makes sense. I think they're trying to keep that as uh, hush hush as possible. So so we'll have to see. But uh, Cassie, any of these uh, three movies uh, strike a nerve with you, or uh, what do you think about the films uh, that were announced here? Um, it'll be cool to see how um, the Star Wars story evolves after the rise of Skywalker. And it'll be interesting to see Ray and hopefully uh, some of her friends, you know, uh, in the future Star Wars galaxy and possibly as Jedi, you know, uh, teachers and everything. And I'm interested in the beginning of the Force. Um, if you really kind of like examine it, uh, like what Lucas said, it, it's very interesting. I think they even might have touched upon it uh, in the um, novelization for The Phantom Menace, you know? Mm -hmm. And um, it'll be nice to see Filoni take on um, a movie, you know, a full live action movie um, after beginning in animation and uh, telling stories on TV. And yeah, I just hope that, I don't know, I've been burned before. So I just <laughs> hope that yeah. these happen and I, I'm rooting for them. I, I love Star Wars. I want Star Wars to succeed and I love movies so much. And I think Star Wars is at its best when it's a movie. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a, a fair concern because you never really know uh, how these are, are going to play out. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty uh, hopeful and optimistic about that. Um, Kathleen Kennedy actually kind of addressed some of that other stuff too. She said, you know, she's still in uh, constant talks with uh, Ryan Johnson 
uh, still wants to do something once he's able to to get some time. She said uh, Taika Waititi is still in the process of writing his script, so I don't know. We'll have to have to see about that. But um, yeah, I'm pretty optimistic for all three of these. Like I said, James Mangold has kind of this working uh, you know record now with uh, Lucasfilm doing the Indiana Jones film, so I would think he'd uh, have worked pretty closely with uh, Kathleen Kennedy, and that too is uh, you know produced uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark all the way back in the day, um, and then obviously the the Dave Filoni film is uh, pretty much a guarantee to happen, whether that happens as a movie on the big screen or a movie on Disney Plus. Uh, but I, you know, definitely will happen. I think in in some capacity, as all these stories have to get tied together um, at some point, you know, to tie in Ahsoka and uh, the Mandalorian and Book of Boba Fett and uh, kind of all of these stories that are ongoing uh, right now. So uh, yeah, so that is kind of where. Uh, where we're at with uh, movie-wise, maybe uh, when we get to the next celebration, maybe uh, there will be a trailer for one of these, and that would be uh, even more exciting. So uh, let us know what you think about the movies down in the comments, and let's uh, step back a little bit and get get to the real important stuff about Star Wars, and that's the merchandise. All right, merchandise at uh, Celebration, uh, at any time you think of Star Wars. So Star Wars basically is merchandise, and merchandise is basically Star Wars. So Jake, uh, Inquiring Minds, mostly myself, who uh, has a lot of uh, anxiety about what all I missed out on at Celebration. What, what'd what you get there? Did you get anything cool? Let us let us know. What'd you get? It's funny. I, I came prepared with lots of money to you know, potentially spend... In the end, I never actually ended up buying anything apart from some <laughs> a print that I pre-ordered because I really wanted it. Um, <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> um, there, there was a lot of stuff though. There was there was so many stalls. I mean, there were like basically two hangers de- dedicated to just like stalls and tattoo artists and uh, and the art show that they had going on as well. Um, a lot of the stuff that they had, you know, from some of the, like the um, independent stores, I mean, you know, they had like hot toys and, uh, you know, uh, prints and t-shirts and um, all kinds of statues and figures and whatnot. But they also had, what did they have? They had um, some stores from, you know, big companies like Hasbro and, you um, I think they were revealing some new, you know, some new like black series lines. And uh, I think, oh yeah, they also had um, the new Scout Trooper um, black series helmet on display mm. as well. So that, that looked oh, okay. really, really cool. Um, yeah. I mean, I think the highlight for me was probably, you know, looking around all the tattoo artists. I mean, th- those guys were doing tattoos at the, on the show floor. You could, um, you could book to go get a tattoo if you really wanted to. Um, I know my sister was considering um, <laughs> getting a tattoo, but she ended up deciding against it. Um, yeah. The the art show in particular is quite cool. They had a bunch of um, Lucasfilm licensed artists there to um, you know selling off the prints and stuff. Um, yeah, in the end, I never ended up buying anything. I, I, I didn't feel like I could justify, you know, buying a, a Hot Toys figure and stuff like that. Okay, yeah. okay. Well, well, that's that's fair, I guess. Um, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna show this uh, to you, Cassia, because you're about to be real mad at Jake, um, because he could have, he could have gotten this right here. Uh, this, oh! was, this this was the celebration exclusive Max Rebo. Uh, but that's okay. That's okay. Oh! Uh, the yeah that that's cool though so you got a print what was the what was the print of if you don't mind um oh it was like uh it was imagine like what some of the concept art that they have at the end of the shows um it was sort of in the style of that i think the guy who did it was a concept artist at some point but um it was sort of a ice planet with um and a, a big explosion and uh, U-Wing, I think, um, sort of outline in the um, Rogue One crew, kind of, um, I don't know, in the silhouette of the explosion. I, uh, mm. Yeah, no, it looked really cool. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I, uh, all the art is, is really great there. I know they post some of it on 
you can go to like the celebration like shop online that it shows you like kind of the exclusive stuff they're going to have but then i know there's just like like hundreds of other just artists uh that are there doing a bunch of really cool stuff so that's awesome um definitely would would be interested to see anyone out there listening if you got some uh pictures of any cool art or uh bought some art uh you know definitely share that with us because i love you know all that kind of kind of stuff too um you mentioned it uh Jake, we had the uh, the big Hasbro showcase. Uh, they're always there doing a bunch of stuff. Just going to run through uh, kind of some of these things. They announced a lot of uh, Black Series figures and um, vintage collection uh, figures. But kind of the kind of the big ones for uh, celebration themselves. And you can actually go onto Hasbro and get this stuff now if you want. Um, the Nebu N One Starfighter is the big one uh, they had there. There was also like the Force Ghosts of Yoda, Anakin, and Obi Wan, uh, who is like. Uh, like the Ewan McGregor Obi-Wan, I think. And then, and obviously, um, you know, Anakin being uh, Hayden Christensen. There's a new uh, vintage collection, Jabba the Hutt, uh, an animatronic chopper, um, the Ahsoka Trooper helmet. Uh, they announced that looks pretty cool. Um, if you have a bunch of Ahsoka stuff going on, that would be a cool helmet to add to your collection. Uh, you can go get any of that stuff now, but something that you can't get quite yet because this was a pipeline reveal. This is a little bit more uh, fitting to us. They announced that they're going to be releasing a vintage collection uh, Darth Revan. So that's pretty exciting stuff. Uh, there's never oh. been a vintage collection Revan, uh, to my knowledge. Uh, there was supposed to be one in 2018, but uh, kind of fell through the cracks, I guess, of a of a team realignment there at Hasbro. So finally getting uh, finally getting a little uh, three and three quarter uh, inch Revan. So that'll be good. Oh, more more Darth Revan is always good. Uh, so says us. So say it. So say we. Yeah, I, I know how to speak English. The uh, so say we at the Old Republic podcast. <laughs> that's right. So so saith us. Absolutely, absolutely. So anytime we get Kotor merch, that's good. Um, we got that. So we got uh, Lego. Uh, they didn't do too much in the way of announcements. This stuff was already kind of announced by them uh, prior, but they have the big Ultimate Collection X-wing. Uh, they're doing some Young Jedi Adventure uh, Lego sets. Those look pretty fun. And then the Return of the Jedi uh, diorama. It is the 40th anniversary of Return of the Jedi uh, this year. Um, you'll be able to go see that in your movie theaters, I guess, at the end of the month. I haven't been able to see tickets go on sale for that yet. So uh, let me know when they do, because I definitely want to go and see that. Um, and then uh, General Giant was there. They did a couple of uh, celebration exclusives. You could get Trapper Wolf, also known as Dave Filoni, uh, the best pilot in the land, I guess. Uh, he was there. And you can also get Jackson, uh, that big green uh, rabbit from the comics. Uh, you can get a statue of him. I may or may, may not have ordered him when they went up for sale on uh, General Giant's website. So you can both uh, get both of those uh, still available uh, as of this morning when we started uh, recording. A couple of other things from General Giant wanted to make note of. Uh, Indiana Jones statues are there available for pre-order and they showed off at Celebration um, one of the one of the live stream things. They had the um, kind of the unpainted sculpts of these but General Giant does the vintage collection figures um, in like large gigantic size and they're doing the uh, Max Rebo Band uh, vintage set. So uh, definitely one to keep an eye out for you there. Um, Jake, you kind of you walked around and saw some of this stuff. Um, you mentioned it a little bit kind of in the Hasbro stuff. Was there anything else that kind of stuck out to you uh, merchandise wise, either, uh, you know, toy wise or collectible wise or just anything else that stood out to you about uh, Celebration? Um, I mean, I think you pretty much covered it. Um, yeah, the Gentle Giant uh star i guess um the jackson um statue sold out pretty quickly i noticed um i think there was also like a wedge antilles and trapper wolf sort of busts that were getting sold out quite quickly i mean i saw the um the unpaid max rebo band um they looked awesome uh not yet they they were getting sold really quickly at General Giant. Like I noticed that their store was pretty much empty by the end of the day every mm. on all the days. Um yeah, I guess I guess they were doing really well for themselves. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I saw a bunch of people on uh, Instagram just posting pictures of carrying those big giant boxes around. I suppose that's an issue if you if you're going to get a bunch of stuff, then you have to deal with it for the rest of the day. So maybe you were maybe you were in the right there, Jake, uh, not picking up too much stuff. I think that was a, a good idea. Um, uh, what anything to say about any of this uh, merchandise, Cassia? I know that you are not you're not the collector uh, of of things as I am. Uh, yeah, I was like, how can I ever compete with you? So. <laughs> But why even try? 
But um, yeah, there's always if you're a Star Wars fan and you want a thing, the thing probably exists. Like it might not be cheap, but I think it's there, you know. Um, and I don't know. I I kind of more like books or you know Max Rebo things, and I I'm sad I missed out on the exclusive like a uh, cute little plushy Max Rebo like and maybe I'll never get over that quite you know but um I don't know the it looks like high quality merchandise that they're producing so if you're a collector uh go for it yeah for sure uh when Max Rebo shows up in Ahsoka then we can uh we'll expect some more Max Rebo uh merchandise for sure um I think yeah. that's that's basically a guarantee here I hope his bandmate survive or else he's gonna start feeling cursed and like we'll just see him like maybe with tears streaming down from his black eyes onto his his <laughs> trunk you know and like just like morosely playing a sad tune on his little you know whatever that instrument is called and like yeah, that's right just like mm. <laughs> maybe he has nine lives you know so max, max reba has nine lives yeah that's right he survived uh, jabba's barge he could certainly survive uh the breakup of his band i don't know for sure um but yeah, so that that was the merchandise. Uh, I don't know where we were going with that, but that's okay. That's okay. Um, Celebration is a wild time. It's filled with a lot of hours. Um, and then it, it ends. They announced the next Celebration is going to be in 2025 in Japan. Um, assume that means Tokyo, but not 100% for sure on that. I think they just said J Japan there. So um, so Jake, I want to talk to you just a little bit about uh, kind of your overall celebration experience, right? You talked a little bit about kind of kind of getting there and you know kind of navigating the panels and moving around and seeing the different artwork and stuff. You spent you spent three days there. What what was that like? Was it like exhausting? Was it like was it like stimulus overload? Uh, were you able to cope with that okay? What was what were kind of your takeaways then once once it ended and you can kind of catch your breath and you know you go out and see the sun blaring like after a late night out or something? I don't know for sure, but um, but what were your kind of parting thoughts with celebration? Well, um, the first day there was super overwhelming. There were so many people; it was ridiculous. I mean, you could barely, like, move without, like, you know, bumping into someone. Um, honestly, I think my biggest takeaway is bring a chair if you go, like, bring a foldable chair because you will be standing for a very, very long time. So it's nice to be able to sit down at some point. Mm. Um, a lot of standing, just a lot of, like, queuing up for things and, like, oh, my days. Um, yeah. <laughs> very 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 tiring on the legs um i mean if nothing else it was super fun though um you know it's just a just a really good atmosphere i'd say um you know everyone's really excited to be there um you know just it, it was just cool to be there if nothing else um mm. yeah I, I don't know um yeah tight very tiring though um no, I wouldn't say I was relieved to to end up going back home, but um, it was, it was, uh, yeah, I don't know. It was, um, I've lost the words. Uh, yeah, I would, I would imagine that uh, that first night back in your own bed probably is uh, is pretty well earned uh, after the weekend for sure. So, um, yeah, I, for me, kind of watching it at home, um, you know, that's that's kind of the big takeaway. And anytime you talk to anyone who's been to Celebration, they say kind of the same things that you're saying, Jake, that it's it's just such a fun uh, atmosphere. It's just neat to be a part of something that's that's that big. And, you know, people are excited about all the stuff and it, it's all this you know stuff that you love. And it's just it's literally just a celebration, you know, right in the name. Uh, so uh, nailed it there. So, yeah, Jake, I'm I'm super excited that you got to go and um, take part in it and uh, uh, thankful that you can come on and kind of share your own experiences uh, with it. Because, you know, like I said, we were just kind of taking it in uh, secondhand here at home. So uh, good to have uh, some boots on the ground there. Uh, you know in person to to take it in for us and for the podcast yeah no problem uh, happy to happy to share all right well cassia so celebration has come it has gone uh just just a couple weeks off of 
uh, May the 4th. I'm sure we're going to have a bunch of bunch more Star Wars stuff to talk about then, including, uh, like I said, Visions uh, coming out then. So keep an eye out for some for some stuff for that. We have a really fun episode planned for um, May the 4th, but we're talking we're talking about celebration. Do you have any kind of closing thoughts on on what we learned, the lessons we learned, the the friends we made along the way, the celebration 2023? Well, maybe this will verge into like uh just like Cassia crying about Star Wars but um <laughs> I don't know like that's okay I I I've loved Star Wars since like I was six years old just like I don't know it's like kind of just instantly fell in love with it it was like a a new type of fairy tale and it just I think is perfect for like the way my brain is set up and like uh kind of like the imagination I had and just like like there's always Harry Potter and Indiana Jones but like Star Wars is kind of like my thing you know like mm-hmm. uh, it's kind of how I I judge stories uh like I accidentally always kind of like compared them to Star Wars but um I think like what celebration reminds me of is like Star Wars means a lot to uh, people all over the world. Different like uh, for all of our differences, we're we're Star Wars fans, and Star Wars is bigger than like any any particular show or movie or creator, you know, and maybe even bigger than George Lucas, you know, uh, but. I just love Star Wars and uh, I'm glad that celebration exists and I can't wait to see what the the future uh, celebration holds in Japan 2025. Yeah, absolutely. Well said. Well said. Um, my, my key takeaway kind of from celebration every time that there is one is it's really just reinvigorating um as a star wars fan because you you kind of get it and you hear all these all these hot takes about all of this stuff but yeah at the end of the day it's just it's something that's you know something that we all really love you know deep down and and to see everyone kind of come together like that and you know see all the voices of people that are working on it and also have you know dedicated their lives to loving something and and bringing something uh to us that you know uh, sometimes sometimes you love sometimes uh you don't love but you know just to to see the passion and and the heartfeltness behind all of it all um is always really really endearing and like i said just reinvigorating uh for myself as a fan so uh yeah excited about uh, celebration 2023 excited to see what happens in japan i imagine it's going to be insane and insanely amazing uh they're very excited for the people that are able to attend that so i'll have to uh uh, do some do some soul searching to see if I'm ready to uh, to make that a uh, long trip over there. I don't know. We'll have to we'll have to see about that one. So uh, I don't know. I guess that's a celebration. So Jake, once again, thank you so much for coming on. We really appreciate it, and we're very excited that you got to go and be a part of this. Um, why don't you let everyone know where they can where they can find you or find any of your artwork or um, any of that stuff? Um, you can find me on instagram at jake body fleming just one m um <laughs> but yeah no thank you for having me on though um, i really appreciate having the opportunity to share my experience yeah and you've also um helped us with the Bastila audio drama you you created the thumbnail for for that and it's coming out we're just uh, in post-production uh just waiting on the score but we're excited to share it with you and uh jake's art is is a big part of that oh thank you for letting me do that that was really fun fun to work on yeah absolutely if you're uh if you're a member of the uh the patreon you've seen a sneak peek of that artwork uh now and then yeah it'll be coming out once the uh the final product is ready to uh, publish and like cassie said hopefully not uh not too distant future but uh we'll keep everyone up to date on that and all the social medias and discord and all that stuff so uh thank you again jake for coming on we really appreciate it um cassie i don't i don't know i think that uh that wraps up celebration we're going to go out with a bang just like the uh celebration uh london 2023 did and uh, i guess it's time to sign off and say uh, may the force be with you may the force be with you yeah may the force be with you
Old Republic podcast can be found on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, YouTube, as well as everywhere else that Anchor Podcasts are distributed. Subscriptions, reviews, and shares help us out. And if you want to connect with the podcast on Twitter, we can be found at Old Republic Pod. And if you want to connect with me, I can be found on Instagram at Astro underscore Droid underscore. You can find us on Patreon at www.patreon.com forward slash Old Republic Podcast. Our intro and outro themes were composed by Dennis S. Mowers at DennisSMowersMusic.com. This episode of the Old Republic Podcast has been brought to you by Nikki Dog from Patreon. May the force be with you. We will be back soon. Bye for now.